This is Day to Day from NPR News. I'm Madeline Brand. And I'm Alex Cohen. As we head into the holidays, family tensions may be on the rise, but sometimes it's the challenges that brings parents and children even closer together. Today we share this story about a Vermont family. At the center of this family is Gregory Shero, who is married to another man named Bob Hooker. Gregory's mom, Marjorie, is in her 90s and she's beginning to show symptoms of dementia. Here is their story. So, do you have a name for me? For you? Mm-hmm. No, I never use a name other than you. Mm-hmm. Do you need a name for me? No. Ah, uh-uh. it's a. It's been a bit of a beautiful, beautiful um, situation. It's uh, seeing you, feeling you, hearing you, and all that sort of thing is a delight. Doesn't it, wouldn't have to be anything else. Every now and then, you'll ask me if I'm married. Yeah, well, I, I, I always wondered if you'd get, get gotten married. Mm-hmm. And I, I did. I did get married. Yeah. And then my wife and I separated. Yeah. And now, this is my partner. This is my husband, Bob. Oh. Uh-huh. Huh? Got a ring. Wedding rings. Oh, Wedding for rings. goodness sakes. <laughs> So he's your son-in-law. So that's my friend. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. There you go. You're related to him. <laughs> Am I related to him? You yeah. are. Yeah, you're related to him as well. <laughs> yeah. He's your son. Yeah. Gregory he, is. Yeah. 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 That's as good as anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. What do you like? I want to talk about you. I want to talk about you. I want to know what it's like to be old. I don't mind being old, really. As long as I'm able to be on my feet and to hear and to do and to be. As long as I can keep that, I'm not unhappy. How about you? Oh, I'd like to have more energy. Yeah, well, I'd like to have more energy, too. But you tell me you worry because you don't know whether you're making sense or not. Yeah, that's right. I can't tell. Was there a time in your life when you could tell? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Obviously, I never, I didn't have the touch of it. But I think it's the age that's creating the problem. And I don't know why. What difference does it make? But it's getting so that I can see that I'm not getting as much as I had before. It's just closing in more and more and more. Are you afraid it'll close in too much? I don't think it'll close in completely, but it'll slow things down completely. Can't tell. Hmm. But it could turn itself around. If it levels out, oh my, oh, how glorious. My sister, when I come to lie in your arms, you should not treat me like a stranger. Most of the time, at this point, most of the time, I think Greg has a pretty realistic 
view of his mother's of his mother's abilities. But it's hard to believe that one of your parents, as a capable person, is turning into a person who is not capable. And I think there were there were times when he probably didn't think he was being impatient, but he was he was a little bit too enthusiastic about reminding her that she really did know this person or that person or he she really did know where she lived or whatever. I've offered advice about, you know, I think that you need to loosen up on Marge. When she's tired, don't try to convince her that she remembers anything. You know, we'll just try to be reassuring that everything's going to be all right. You know, don't try to reassure her that she really does know where she lives because she cannot recall it. It is not with her. It's lost for today. We grew up together from the cradle to the grave. Died and were reborn and left mysteriously safe. What would you like to do? Me? <laughs> would you like to go on and on? Would you like to get married? Would you like to... I am married. You married now? Who? Bob. Oh, oh, Bob. I forgot about that. I forget that men and women are changing things. Mm -hmm. You may not see me tomorrow. You may not see me tomorrow. I don't know. Am I? Is that much older? You're very old. Am I? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't know how old I am. Well, do you want to know? Yeah. You're 91. <gasps> so much for drama. For about a year now, she has started telling me that she loves me, and she's starting telling Greg that she loves him. And it occurred to me when she started doing this that that, was a little unusual, so I asked Greg, and he said she's never said I love you in his entire life. That's new for her, and I think it's a wonderful way to progress at the end of your life. If you've got to make a change at the end of your life, learning how to say I love you is a damn good place to be. You're going to drop me off out here? Yeah, at your place. At my place? Yeah. Oh, at home? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That isn't too bad, isn't it? Well, I hope not. No. Maybe you could come to my house, but it isn't there. I don't have a house. <laughs> <laughs> well, your apartment is where we're going to take you. Oh, to my apartment? Yeah. Was there an apartment there? Yeah. Huh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's where you live. Now? Yeah. When I get there? Yeah. And I'll, I'll be living in that? Yeah. I'll be done. Okay. I'll probably live till 90. You're 91. I'm 91? Holy mackerel. You'll have to put me to bed. <laughs> well, that's where we're headed next. <laughs> yeah, you have to. You can put me in the bed and, and throw the dirt on me. Well, not the dirt, dear, just the blanket. <laughs> well, I love the whole thing. Oh, good. And I love you, and I love. But there's not very many people that I do love. So I'm lucky. Yeah. Well, I liked you when you were, when I hardly knew you. Oh, good. Yeah, didn't you realize that? that oh, I, yeah. I figured you liked me right away. Yeah, I did. Completely. I just, I took one look at you, and I listened to you, and 
I, I thought, a real man. <laughs> oh, you're a hoot, Marjorie. <laughs> so I don't care what my mother's state is. I don't care what her mental capacity is. I don't care whether she knows who I am or not by name. I can't imagine my relationship with my mother being any better at any point in my life than it is right now. There's no loss here. That story called After the Forgetting was produced by Erica Heilman and came to us from the NPR series Hearing Voices. 